be that. That might be why. Just gonna start recording right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Veronica. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Ah, awesome. I'm just a bundle of joy right now. <laughs> we have so much to talk about, and it's gonna be yeah. terrible. Oh my god! I can't. <laughs> oh my god! It's gonna be awful. Oh god! This is this is gonna be the episode that breaks us. <laughs> this is gonna be the one. It, it's gonna be the one. I mean, we let's let's try for it to not be. We've been through we a lot. We and, can do this, and it's gonna be this one. <laughs> god damn it! Um, right, let me let me get some other things I, first. Oh, I don't know if I can say this. Whatever. Anyway, it was just a picture I saw on Twitter. Well, that must be nice. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello, world, in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the Happy Hour. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. My name's David Auger. At MetalDave02 on yeah. Twitter.com. Uh, joined, as always, by Beth. Hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter and Mastodon and Tribal Social. And now officially, Post. I'm, I'm on the on beta version. You're actually yeah. on Post. You can log into it and, like, look at shit. Yeah. They sent me yet. They sent me a link. I signed. I signed oh. up for the waitlist, and they sent me a link like two days ago. And they said it's very glitchy and it's very. But so far, so good. The experience has been way oh. better than at those those other places. Okay, that is a blatant example of sexism. <laughs> because I signed up for fucking post like three weeks ago, and I still don't have a fucking oh, yeah, invite. Like, if some guy looked through my Twitter profile and he's like, "Oh, I don't want this nut job on post," no, oh, I'm sure. So we're going to get into the the meat and liars. So we're 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 going to get into the meat and potatoes of the most current Habs debacle this week. An absolute just it's. It, 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 we thought the new brain trust would be on top of this. The whole they back and forth and just, you know, oh, he said this thing, this is this thing. And then, and then, no matter what, what anybody says, they decided to block me on Twitter. That blows my mind. That is the number one topic right now of the podcast because I want to <laughs> vent. So, no, this you happened Saturday. And I was, um, was there a game Saturday? Yeah, before Edmonton. Before the Edmonton game. Yeah. I think it was something like that. Either way. So, there's a there, Habs tweet about uh, St. Louis talking about Kirby Doc. And he's saying um, uh, high praise for Kirby Doc, of course, because Kirby Doc is an incredible player for being 21 years old. Jesus Christ. Guy plays like a vet. Sort of, kind of, kind of stooped off since then. But whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's still very good. He plays beyond his years. So, I replied to that tweet with Nick Cage doing this. You know, like, the, yeah. the, the Nick Cage gif thing. He's just pointing and that. And the reason yeah. I did that is because back in the not-so-distant past, but before COVID, um, there was a skit on SNL when Nick Cage was hosting SNL. And it was him, and I forget the, the actor's name. Bamberg. Was it yes. Sandberg? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Was it Andy Samberg? Pretty sure. Was that the um he was Because he the... I think Andy Samberg is the guy who does Nick Cage. On and SNL. he's like, it's high praise. Yeah. <laughs> and so exactly. him and Nick Cage were next to each other doing that. But I yeah. did another gif. So I, I I tweet that. Go on with the rest of my day. That day was actually quite horrific for me for so other you, reasons. You... You replied to a tweet from the Habs. Right. I replied to the tweet. I replied to a tweet from the Habs with a Nick Cage gif. It's coming on game time. And I see that like Habs like tweets aren't loading on, you know, on my, on my you know, feed. And I go into the profile and it says that I'm blocked. And I'm like, what? So I go through like the, my, my day's tweets. And that was literally the only thing I did on Twitter that day. And nah. Get blocked! What the fuck? 
So that it just blew my mind. Yeah. It just blew my mind. So that was me being glib and funny. It's just annoying because now I got to look at another profile, look at the shit that I like on Twitter and, blah, 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 and all that bullshit. And, um, let's make so a Metal Dave 03 at this point. Yeah. At this point, I may as well just make a Metal Dave 03 at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because now I'm in jail for. Yep. <laughs> Until next Wednesday. Dave, it went to go like the have... tweet, but I think they deleted it. <gasps> yeah, they did delete it. They, I Jesus deleted Christ. it, and I'm still in jail. So no, no. So this is this is more. This makes more sense because it's like a it's an actual mm. rule violation to their blah blah blah. Because Elon Musk is a fucking shitbag. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, no. But when um, actress Christy uh, Christy Alley. Alley when Christy Alley passed away, um, somebody um. A check mark, but it doesn't even matter. Check marks doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. Some guy on Twitter now um, yeah. mentioned that you know the left can be very disgusting too with all the remarks about Christiali coming out. And I responded to him, "Well, just wait until Donald Trump dies with a sparkly <laughs> star." And so, and that tweet sat for like a whole day. And it was only this morning, like at eight o'clock in the morning, that I got the email saying you're in jail. I was like, "Fuck." I didn't even wish for him to die. Can no. I just say somebody's gonna die without getting in the fucking <laughs> jail? We're all it's gonna die. Yeah, it's exactly. so. Oh, anyway. Exactly. Dave is the reason we have a group chat on our iPhones called. Yeah, Happy we're Hour doing. We're not doing our our group chat on, on the Twitter <laughs> anymore. Ashley says hi. By the way. Everybody. And Ashley's in on it. Yes, Ashley's in there. Poor Ashley. She was free of everything. We're just dragging her back in. Until today. Surprise. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> back to the shit house. I but, was I honestly was wondering if like she we were gonna come to the meeting and she was gonna be like, hey guys, my guy yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, so all right, let's 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 actually get serious. And it's amazing because we are we are where are we at here? We are um I'm when 10 minutes into the recording and about 10 minutes into recording. We, we're still on the topic of hockey and the halves. That never happens. Yes. Never happens. Yeah. <laughs> so let's keep it going. Sort of, kind of. This is more off-ice stuff. The 33rd anniversary of L'Ecole Polytechnique uh, shooting was yesterday, December 6th. Um, an awful tragedy. A misogynist terrorist attack on, you know, 14 women and more that were wounded uh that shouldn't have happened and uh since that had happened montreal you know uh you know pays its respects in remembrance of this awful tragedy um somebody missed the memo the or did does. they what's that the whole country does yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but um morning. apparently somebody missed that memo because over the weekend on Saturday, again, um, Carrie Price took to Instagram, post up a photo of him and Camel with a hunting rifle. Immediately, I liked it. And then I read the caption, and then I unliked it and unfollowed him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's step one in this crazy situation that has evolved since that day. I've been talking a lot. Somebody else take it away. That, that was on Sunday. Yeah. Was it Sunday? And, I could have swore yeah. it was Saturday. Uh, well, it might have been. I, I rarely look at Instagram. Um, and I was scrolling through Twitter. I, I wasn't even scrolling. I just logged on and Carrie Price was trending. And I'm like, oh, shit. Must He's be something good. Mm. Or no, I, I, I immediately thought it was something. I, I, I always go there, right? Who died? Right, right. Yeah. When my mom answers the phone late at night, it's not even hello. It's like who died? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I'm like, okay, who died? And I, I log in and I see this picture and I'm like, okay. So he posted a picture of himself to Instagram. And then I read the caption. First of all, if he had said something about, you know, I love my guns. I hunt for my family, whatever it is. Um, I'm a, I, I oppose this bill. I would have been done. Yeah, he's a hunter, right? He's yeah, it makes total sense. However, however, he lost me immediately with I love my country. 
because that's the dog whistle of these people, these, these groups that have been organizing against Canada and against the government of Canada since like, you know, since, since who knows when, but, you know, it kind of kicked things off with um, the occupation in Ottawa. And so I love my country. I'm not a criminal um, tagging Justin Trudeau. Those three calling cards. And are, yep. also that rifle association in Canada. But I didn't even know what the hell he was even referring yeah. to. Like, I don't even, I don't give a shit about gun, amen, gun bans. I, I, I don't care. So I haven't been reading up on it. But um, so I didn't even know who he was talking about at the time. And so I was just like, that immediately turned me off because that's convoy shit. Oh, Justin Trudeau thinks that I'm a criminal and I'm this good blah, blah, blah. Like it's it was that whole like it, it was in perfect, perfect alignment with that movement. And I was turned off. And then when I went to Twitter to see what was talking, what 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 people were saying, Barb Hill, who's a friend of the who's a friend of all of ours and a friend of the podcast, a friend of a, humanity, friend of humanity. Yeah. Great follow on Twitter. Anyway, she she brought up like Polytechnic. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that kind of fucking sucks that he's like all out there, you know, saying praising guns so close to this anniversary. And I didn't realize that whole bit about the the promotion code and everything else. And then just after all of that, and, and, and I haven't been able like I haven't really researched it, but apparently this is not the first time that this organization has mocked um, the massacre at Polytechnic. Absolutely so disgusting. It is yeah. disgusting. Anybody that think that gets like a laugh out of that, go deport yourself. Yeah. yeah. Take you um, know, strip down, walk out into the tundra. Do us all a favor and just yeah. gone. Because it's just that is the most asinine, the most the most yeah. disgusting thing. It's like it's like um what what was that tweet I I, I put together? I'm trying to think now. It, it, that's kind of like Henry Lundquist. Uh, yeah. Taking a learn to fly course from learn to fly hobbyists and learn to fly hobbyists had a discount code bye bye World Trade Center. And people are like, yeah. what? It's just it's so fucking dumb. Um, I immediately think of like maybe the NRA has a uh, uh, a sale code for Columbine. Columbine, yeah, you know, put, put showed up. Right after Columbine, yeah. he said, from my cold, dead hands. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that son of a bitch. I remember that, too. So, no, but, like, um, yeah, get 10% off when you use you know, discount code Columbine. It's like, okay, fucking yeah. assholes. Oh, and even this, you know, this was, Polytechnique was, like, way before Columbine, too, you know? Yep, anyway. way before. And I'm willing to give Harry Price, who I still love and adore, I'm willing to give him the, the the benefit of the doubt on not realizing the coincidence with the anniversary. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on not realizing that um, the a poly promo code was used. Um, I'm even willing to give give him the benefit of the doubt on not knowing that that organization had mocked the massacre in the past. But those three convoy phrases that he used in the tweet were like, and and you could tell with his follow-up and then his follow-up, mm -hmm. he does not denounce this group, which nope. is basically the Canadian nope. version of the NRA. Yeah. And they want to make us the USA the so that yeah. they can all get rich. Yeah, yeah um, I was actually just reading um, a post from that um, organization's uh, Twitter page. Of, so, of course, they, they screenshot Carrie's you know, post oh, yeah. and post yeah. up about it. Um, and they were like, oh yeah, we're, we are going to always defend the right to, you know, own firearms in Canada. I'm like, we don't, I don't have that in Canada. I don't think that's a right in Canada. We don't have that in Canada. You it's know? a privilege. So we don't have a right to bear arms. And in that's Canada. what it is. Thank fucking Christ. It is a fucking privilege to own a weapon of that much power. Now people are like, oh, Dave, hunting rifle isn't that powerful. You're shooting a projectile at the speed of sound. That thing's going to kill something. Something. Yep. You want to kill a living being. So, uh, um, Beth, go for it. For those of you who don't know, Veronica and I are both into Hunters. true crime. Oh, yeah. Both yes. what? <laughs> yes. We're both into true crime. Um, And I am not Canadian. 
Um, but I learned about um, Lego Polytechnique and the massacre that happened there because of a Canadian true crime podcast a few years ago. Um, it's called Canadian true crime. It's hosted by um, a woman named Christy Lee who uh, moved from Australia to Canada and um, became a citizen. And she covers uh, true crime in all in Canada everywhere. I think she also did um, the, I forget his name, but there was a Vancouver Canuck whose father uh, was cheating on his mom and they, the, him, the, the dad and his paramour, they were like plotting to kill their spouses. Yeah. Um, they got caught um, and whatever. This was years and years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A long time. Um, Water under the bridge. She, also co- she covers lots of Canadian true crime, like all across the country. She um, focuses on indigenous um, crime and victims as well. Um, it's really good. Definitely recommend checking it out. It's just called Canadian true crime. It's on all the thing and the, the stream everywhere podcast. you get your podcast yeah, but that's where I learned about it um and it was weird to me like I hadn't heard about it of course until I listened to this podcast and I probably wouldn't have found it on my own otherwise um but it was weird to me when there was multiple statements that came out saying he did, had never heard of it when he lived in the he's lived in Montreal for 15 years yeah at no. first <laughs> when I saw his Instagram post and whatever and I was looking into the bill, which I was still a little confused on. There was a lot of concern among people who hunt that because of language in the bill, that hunting tools would be criminalized and be taken away. And, not all. Huh? Not all. Yeah. But I'm saying they, they were, they were very concerned about it because of language in the bill yeah. and that at first, when I that when that, that's all I knew about, I saw the I saw the Instagram post. I went to look up what the bill was about, and I was like, okay, they're concerned about this, and that I was understandable. Like I was like, okay, they they are upset about this. They want it to be addressed. But then both Justin Trudeau and somebody else in the government, I can't remember their name. Yeah, men. Um, men they were in an something. article on the CBC website. Oh yeah, so and so. Um, hey, these things are not going to be affected. So and so, minister of blah blah blah, etc. Yeah, you don't have to like these 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 pieces are not going to be affected. Yep, they're not included in the bill. Blah blah blah. But then, like Carrie, just kept going, and mm-hmm. um, our friend uh, them have though. Um, oh yeah, them though. Yeah. Tweeted, uh, huh? I said them have's though. Yeah, friend of the podcast. Them have's, yes, she tweeted. She tweeted. Um, just remember like never meet your heroes like i yes i don't hate carrie price um i'm disappointed i'm frustrated because like i absolutely hunting is a part of his heritage it's something he's been doing since he was like nine like or something like that i don't know um there's actually a story that was put out by the athletic today about um this whole situation and there's interviews in it with stories from his mom even about his first experience like hunting something on his own um and her reaction to it and his reaction to it and whatever um and i just wish sometimes that people could especially people with positions of influence and whatever and just honestly just anybody though um could just take a step back and like think about how the things that they say and do can affect others and influence others because yes, like his hunting is important, but sometimes the way that you address things can really fuck things up. Yeah. Well, and it's just mm. aligning the verbiage with that of the so-called convoy yeah. um, types. It, you know, the, the people that wanted to, the people that knew the content of that, Instagram posts and understood that it is the calling card of this movement. We're thrilled. Uh, oh yeah, it's the company I'm with Carrie or I stand with Carrie or whatever. Yep. Theo Flurry, welcome to the club. Mm-hmm. That is the exact language. Also, over the summer, there was in Saanich, British British Columbia, like a, a smaller city in British Columbia, there was a like massive shootout and bank robbery uh, that resulted in both of the bank robbers um, being killed. They shot uh, cops, like lots of cops 
on their way down. Like they, they, they went down fighting. Turns out that these two bank robbers were twin brothers, gun nuts, and they're all over their social media was uh, Pierre Trudeau. Or, I'm sorry, Justin Trudeau. Oh, yeah. they, they, these people are obsessed with him. And a few years ago, a guy tried to storm um, the, his private cottage, the prime mm. minister's private cottage. He just got released um, on parole, this guy. So he spent years in jail for going to Trudeau's summer cottage looking for him. And he had firearms on him. These people are not well. And let's also not forget, because I just remembered this out of fucking nowhere back in 2016, the freaking nutbag that went into Parliament shooting it up. Yep. Remember that? Holy yes. shit. And I don't remember the cause and effect. It just made me think of, you know, lunatics yep. doing loony stuff. Yep. Um. Now, to get back right. to the timeline. People definitely. Oh, no. Go ahead, Beth. I was like, people definitely have the right to be angry and upset with their government and criticize their government. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I feel like tact is necessary in all things. And sometimes people don't use it. Yeah. Well, the, the, the post was very political because yeah, yeah. the language has been these people's politics yeah. for almost a year now. So the post was very political. And as we well know um, in his house, um, they lean that way, I guess, like that confirmation. But Angela the post certainly was very does. political, and she certainly, if she, like, I would be shocked if she wasn't aware of this tweet being made. Pretty and sure. so, I'm pretty sure the I language in there was like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, but I think it was in the group chat. I'm pretty sure I tweeted it. It's like oh, Angela yeah. Price. Hey, honey, can I see your phone for a second? Yeah. It's like. Fuck! I'm, I, I, there's, there's no way she didn't know that he was making that post. Yeah, she's it was a very political. And then he piece of work. The, the tweet that. So then the Habs on Monday uh, uh, said, mm, "Oh, he didn't no, know." No, 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 no. What? Saturday. I actually, I think that was this was Sunday. This was me trying to get back into the timeline. Francis, <laughs> uh, France, France, France Boulanger, Madame Boulanger, yeah. uh, the now the uh, the communications uh, head of the Canadiens. She emails Radio Canada. Yeah. And this is like the only thing. I think I picked this up from the Montreal Gazette. They're saying that, you know, yeah. this is how everything happened. And she said that Carrie Price had no idea about La Copa de Technique and the massacre there. It's like, what? That, I think, really set off everybody's bells about that. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, how how can somebody that's a living legend goaltender in Montreal for a decade and a half yeah. not know that this happened? And all of the water people are carrying for him, teammates as well, Martin St. Louis, and a lot of the pregame before the Edmonton game, I think they did that. You know, because of course the reporters are asking players after fucking practice, Vancouver. hey, did you see what Carey Price posted on Instagram? It's like, what? No. But then yeah. they have to talk about it. Um, and like, um, somebody yeah, tweeted, ahead. I don't remember who it was, but somebody tweeted, um, how much is the mortgage payment on the rock that Carrie Price is living under in Montreal? <laughs> was that McKay. Jack Todd? No, it was Grant McKay. It was, it was Grant. Was it, it was Grant McKay. It was Grant. Grant McKay just shoots threes. Swish. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking tweet that guy. <laughs> no, but honestly, him, Jack Todd, Stu Cowan, they wrote incredible articles. Um, well, not Grant, but uh, Stu Cowan at least. And, um. Uh, Jack were like all over it. Granted, Jack's like the Canadians have to cut off all tires with Carey Price immediately. Yeah, it's like, that's Jack, not, that's not gonna work. That's like that's like yeah. telling him to like cut off, you know, Patrick Watt. So that's not gonna happen. Yeah. But um, so Sunday I think is when that email comes out, or maybe it was Saturday. But Sunday that happens, and then earlier this week, Carey Price takes to Twitter, and he's like. I believe in my opinions and my beliefs are what I believe. You know, the, the stupid. It's, he typed this, you know, it wasn't like a yeah. PR team doing this. Yeah. And he was like, um, he didn't apologize. I don't believe no. in the Twitter. No, thing there was that no he apology. No, he just said, I disagree with the promo code. Yeah, I disagree. I didn't like it either. Oh, I didn't like it. Yeah. He, he said, by the way, I didn't like it. It's like yeah. an afterthought that the yeah, polytechnic the way, thing. It's like, dude, you are put the shovel down. What are you doing? 
This to me is somebody Ah. who is pissed off that he has to explain himself. Terry Price is busy hunting. He doesn't want to be on social media. Yeah. It was defiant. And not just, not just, by the way, I didn't like the promo code either. He followed it up with another tweet. I stand with blah, blah, blah about gun rights. And it's just like, you know, fucking fine. I, I, I would. If it, what if you is just the name of that organization? I you, instead, you went, you went like, you went like too far, right wing political dude. It's like the the talking points. You went there, and okay. they're embracing you. So, and, and yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm on. I'm on this this organization's Twitter, uh, Instagram right now. It's called the CCFR, and I have no idea what it means. It's not even Canadian in the profile Coalition for firearms. Blah blah something radical. Uh, no, something something. I forget what it's called. I don't know. It's English, something right? Not French. Basically NRA. Yeah, it's English. Yeah. Okay. Jesus so, Christ. So he, and, and so then people are like, well, he. It's possible that he didn't know. I mean, he was only two when it happened. I'm like, how can you fucking not know? You've oh. lived there for 15 years. The building that you skate in. They observe a moment of silence every year around the anniversary when there's a home game. He carries a hockey robot. He doesn't care about that shit. Yeah, I mean, he was only two. Come on, he, he was only two. I've been I've been following the Habs since like heavily since what 2014, 2015 or so, and I know about Polytechnique. You know, yeah. granted, if you asked me like two weeks ago when it happened, I would be like, mm, don't know, but it did happen. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. so it's so. Oh my god, it's just. But that's not so even I'm, the end of it. No, because, that's not even the end of it. But it was end. like on Melnick in the afternoon on Monday afternoon. I was listening to um, Aaron Monday. Ward. Aaron, oh, oh, so and in the back of my mind too, it, I didn't even go, oh my god, he's gonna turn into Theo Fleury. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna turn into Tim Thomas. Remember Tim Thomas who refused to go to the White House with the Boston Bruins because Barack Obama was there? That's right. And then Holy he was like, shit, I forgot about that. And went to fucking live in a bunker somewhere? And that's when people were saying, hey, look at Carey Price beating up Tim Tal- and Thomas in that one game when two goalies actually fought. Yeah, Incredible exactly. clip. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Carey Price. But now, like, five years later, it's like, mm. Yeah. So I went th- I went there. And I was just like, Tim Thomas. I just thought, like, fuck. Anyway, Aaron Ward on with Melnick in the afternoon. First of all, oh, Melnick yeah, and um, John Still, our buddy John Still, remember ah, from McLean. John yes, Still. John Still. Yeah. Greatest so Twitter handle of all guy. time. I'm still Love John. <laughs> I'm still John. You know who, who told him, who, who gave that to him is um, Sean. We I love it. Did Campbell. we talk about Campbell that over beers? That that Amahoyal, Emma Kleins. Yes, yes. Uh, that was so a good anyway. Time. So, John Steele and M- Mitch Melnick had on Aaron Ward, four-time Stanley Cup winner. And I've I've said before on this podcast, I have I, I know a lot of people don't like Aaron Ward. He's I awesome. Like him a lot. Aaron Ward's and cool. I, I like Aaron Ward all the time in the world. Smart for, dude, concise. Totally. You know, totally. And so he was saying, first of all. Um, Melnick, because he was asked to, first of all, it, it is a great conversation and I encourage everybody to listen to it. It's on the podcast. Melnick is a master. He's awesome. He, they handled it perfectly. Um, but they were still going, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe Harry doesn't know. And, and Melnick is saying, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that the Habs are going to put out another statement. And anyway, Aaron Ward, Aaron Ward played on the Boston Bruins and he talked about Tim Thomas oh, and when Tim Thomas right. went to, go to the White House. Oh, the, and he said the, the webs that we weave. Yeah. He this. said his teammate, the, 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 like his teammates, Tim Thomas's teammates were all like, Jesus fucking, just shut up. Just go. What are you doing? We all have to answer questions for you now. And he said, This question oh, and this political issue God. is gonna follow Carrie Price around for the rest of his life. Oh, without a doubt. You know, and talking about how um, he he's said, just lucky you know, he's back, retired pretty much now. Exactly. He said, he, he said, like back in my day, nobody knew what I thought because there wasn't social media. Not everybody had this platform where they could say whatever they fucking wanted. And it's just like how it's just a completely different reality for the athletes oh, yeah. of today. But um, it is, it was a very good conversation. And he brought up Tim Thomas. And <laughs> man, Tim Thomas, that's just, somebody I haven't thought about in a long time. A long time. My thing is, not visiting the White House, like, 
we're okay. So we're all communists here. It's fine. Um, Let's go. Sickle hammer. <laughs> what? Yes. Okay. So we're all communists. Yes. But yeah. Um, I, while I don't respect the choice, the reasons why Tim Thomas chose not to visit the White House, I respect his decision not to do yeah. so. And we have to remember, like, a lot of people celebrated Braden Holtby um in 2019 when he did not visit the white house when donald trump was president yeah or yeah i get it i mean for similar reasons like we but we, fuck tim thomas well no for sure for sure <laughs> I mean, just I, I know i know i i understand people but someone is not a yeah. villain just because they don't want to visit the white house yeah no but, and but hitler I, was I, a painter went off the deep end yeah like i said and hitler was a painter that's true Love dogs too, don't you know? Yeah. yeah, great with dogs. Great with dogs. Have you guys seen that episode of It's Always Sunny? Um, where Charlie 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 inherits like a Hitler painting from like his grandfather. <laughs> he's like, What am I gonna do with this? Yeah, it's <laughs> he's that's like, like the worst thing that could happen. like old World War II stuff, and it's like That's so funny you mentioned <laughs> that. Because what's that one podcast? It's like two guys talking um they're like comedians both of them they're both comedians and the one guy for the the his partner's birthday the partner is like a big world war ii nut collects all sorts of memorabilia and he's like okay be careful with that box you know so he hands him a box and he's like okay open the box he opens it and there's a teacup inside and the guy goes into a whole story about how this particular teacup was like 90 there's a 95 percent chance hitler used this teacup in the eagle's nest before he died and the guy you know Tom his partner Segura and bert Kreischer. that's one that's the one that's the one yeah. and, and i the, googled hitler's teacup podcast <laughs> dude, 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 dude. Two bears, one cave. That's what it's called. It's such a two bears, one cave. It, oh God, that I remember it was like some fucking thing like that. So <laughs> his his partner, I don't, I don't remember Segura, the other guy, it's but he, a month ago, he's sit, creature. He's sitting there with the teacup, and he's like, I don't know if I should destroy this. Because <laughs> at oh that point, God. it's like, oh my lord, it's just because it, it's like a gag, but you know, he knows he loves that sort of stuff. And, but he's like yeah. live on the air, like, oh no! <laughs> this is Hitler's teacup! <laughs> Could you imagine? Good Lord. Anyway, the Habs release a statement on Monday. Not. Wait, wait. No, no, it had to be on Tuesday. It yesterday. was Monday. No, it was Monday. Wow, it was Monday. Man. It was Monday. All, this all happened the day of the Canucks game. Oh my God. So this happens Monday, and the Habs, the, the first like two, three paragraphs of the statement is about. Polytechnique and everything. And then the last paragraph is dedicated to Carrie Price. They knew they had to say something. They did. They did. Extremely inflammatory. But then after that, and this is, I think this is like the last part of like public comments, if we want to say that. Price posts up, you know, an Instagram story apologizing. And this was much more uh, uh, massaged. By like oh. PR. Oh yeah, this was this yeah. was prepared. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a fluffer. Yeah. So that's that's the whole thing. Um, I'm against anything that resembles the NRA. So in my opinion, Kerry yeah. Price fucked up. Yeah. Love him on the I'm ice. Just... This is such a stupid. It's a, it's it reeks of Angela, like using his celebrity. Carrie Price probably very well believes in that. And he's like, you know, well, can I do something? And Angela may have been like, well, you can do this. And then blah, and then all that stuff happened. But I just, <laughs> I we mean, will never know for sure. Yeah. It's just, it's so like, gross. Oh, him, him posting on social media is always a big to do because he never does it. Mm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But I don't, I still do not definitely don't think that he expected it to go to where it has no and that goes back to the bubble that these guys live in right and like the bubble yep. the bubble that most people were saying well they live in a bubble so there's no way that he could know that 14 women were murdered and they at their definitely university in 1989 they definitely do have a bubble and it's it's yes. thick that bubble is thick you know it is it is very Please. thick but it is like for me like i got i got into it with a guy on twitter 
um, a, a follower. I still follow him, not got into it, but he was like going after me about how I reacted to Carrie's tweet. And I was just like the Monday yeah. tweet to explain the Saturday so or the Sunday Instagram post. Yeah. I read it as defiant. It's indefensible. And doubling down. It's indefensible. Yeah, the I only me- like I'm, I, I imagine if uh, I'm me and I, I do something like that. And somebody brings to my attention, 14 women were murdered and more were injured. And of the countless families and people that were affected by this massacre. If somebody had told me that I had done that on the eve of the anniversary, I would have been horrified. Yeah. I would have been horrified. I would have like gone and explained myself and apologized and offered to fucking do something good to try to redeem myself. I bet Price didn't even go to the freaking memorial. Easily he did not. The other thing about this all is that Price is not going to have any problem getting a firearm. No, he's always going to have guns. Price could have freaking wrote Trudeau a note. And Trudeau would have read it because he and loves it. He would have f- invited him to fucking Parliament Hill. Yeah. Have dinner and talk about this. Yeah. Instead, yeah. he gets a loudspeaker, gets on top of a mountain and says this thing. Now, another side of that could be, well, he wants to get his opinion out there because he wants to uh, influence uh, folks to that. But man, like you said, Veronica, the language in that post was so oh. So dog oh whistles, God. dog whistles. That's a red flag, not a caution. That's a red flag. Um, and so like that, that was the whole, that, that's what kind of left me like, fuck dude, there's no way that you ran this past anybody because the closest he came to mentioning the massacre was, I didn't like the promo. Co- yeah. By the way, I didn't like the promo code. Either. Yeah. That was so like, like, slap in by the, the way, I didn't like it the promo so code. Unfeeling. The shameless like it was really and and that was he was pissed off he was pissed off that's the way i read Mm -hmm. it but it's just like imagine being a family member yeah imagine being a half stand you you know that you probably idolize or might idolize man is saying that about your family it's a kick in the teeth oh it's awful i am and i'm not exaggerating i don't find that's how i would have felt oh yeah if i did something like that my god i'd be like Oh fuck! Yeah, I, I, you wouldn't hear from me for three weeks. No, least. I would have thought. I would, like, you, you I feel would like be, you've been punched. There would be ashes on my head. Hurt. I would be in a nunnery. Yeah. There. I don't know. I would figure it out. It's just like there's like it could have been handled so much better. But it's just like, you know, I'm I'm not saying he's one of them, but these people, these convoy people, they are the most entitled, spoiled bunch of people that think that they they can do they they have to do whatever they want and because they can't they have to kill Justin Trudeau like like what right yep yep yeah and it just that it it, it, to me was very I wonder what Mike Matheson would have to say about this he was born and raised in Montreal and he's an older person playing hockey I'm sure he would have had an opinion anyway I think we've beaten this to death not the food, you know. I think too. that, yeah, I think I covered everything. I think we did cover everything. I think we did really good on that topic. I think I said what I wanted to say. I said what I, wait, did you say you said you wanted to say? I think I did. I struggled a little bit, but I think I said everything I wanted to say. I've said everything I wanted to say. I think. No, and then the one last thing that I wanted to mention was. Yeah. In all of Carrie Price's post, he doesn't mention that his roots and his indigenous roots and First Nations roots, this is part of his heritage and his, you know, way of life and that kind of stuff. He doesn't mention that because as far as I can tell from that bill, uh, First Nations are exempt. So now. I didn't hear that. From this particular hunting, I the, 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 there's... Uh, Wait, know, so like, they're going to let I, all the First Nations people have a so bunch of assault rifles? Mayor. What? No, what? Not assault rifles. Hunting. hunting. I know. Honestly, I know. But like honestly, that's that's what people, people do. Can have assault rifles. I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even. Frankly, be mad at this point. give the Indians, uh, First Nations, <laughs> even Marie, machine guns. <laughs> so now, but, mount and a then, fifty cal on that jeep. Everybody who was carrying water for carry and justifying ah, the the post. Instagram post. Well, that's his 
that's in his blood and that's his indigenous and you know how and i was just like that his ancestors hunted with assault rifles i was just about to say 200 years ago it was bow and arrow well muskets actually but even so you know and like spears and you know but like i've seen my share of arrowheads that's how they hunted (laughs) you know christ i Um, i just man it's and i know people who hunt and i fired a gun before Long gun, and I got at the shooting range. Oh yeah, and I grew up I with got, guns all my life. Guns, but I am so, I am so beyond happy that we do not live in a country with the right, quote unquote, to bear arms. Because it was just having hairy arms. Well, yeah, the, the thing is, that came out of the woodwork after that post. Holy shit! I'm glad people. Not everybody's allowed to have a gun. Well, the monarchy back in the day was pretty smart about it. They're like. You guys aren't going to get fucking guns. Come on. Yeah. You idiots. You also, fucking when idiots. This, when this was done, it wasn't. It was. It, and Thomas Jefferson, all the founders. The guns okay, took sorry. 10 years to load in the first fucking place yeah. anyway. Yeah. Fuck you, Tom. Thomas Jefferson yeah. was a weeb. <laughs> and an asshole. He was yeah, that was the last thing that I wanted to say is that everybody who was carrying water for him and justifying what he had said tried to make it to be about his... um heritage first nations yeah. heritage and, and and it's just like he didn't make it about that actually that's and in the article that i read first nations are at least partially exempt from the hunting that makes me think of a point on this that i don't think i mentioned in that um we kind of sort of mentioned it but that that particular rifle don't know for sure but the one in his post is probably exempt probably uh, this is no, no. According to the minister that was it's, talking to people, it's for killing ducks. Yeah. yeah, according according to the minister that that like was was spoken to by Radio Canada and some folks, the minister said that particular rifle would not you know be affected by the bill CC twenty one or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, um, CC twenty one. So so like the thing is, it's like ah, that it's it's it's. Another galling aspect of this in that Carrie Price is bitching about something that's not affecting that particular thing he's doing. Like, what other gun is he worried about that the government's going to take away? Only 23%, and that's on the high side, of Canadian homes have a firearm. That is incredible. So do you know what? When he's saying that... And that's the other thing is that these convoy people think that they're a majority. They're a minority. There's polls that have come out saying, you know, Canadians that uh, uh, were in favor of the Emergencies Act, 70, 80 percent of Canadians were like, yeah, or at least support it or, you know, mostly support it, somewhat support it. And and so, you know, like he thinks he's talking to like everybody thinks like him. No. No, that's the bubble. Not everybody Again. hates the prime minister and has to tag him personally in there. Like it, it's just that touch. I love my country. I'm not a criminal. Yeah. Tag the tag the prime minister. Ridiculous. Dog whistle. Dog whistle. Dog whistle. Whether he knew it or not. Agreed. Yeah. Now I think we handled everything. Yeah, I think so. Let's talk about <laughs> hockey. Yeah. Um, Habs went up against the Sharks and got killed. Um, that sucked. That was, um, uh, November. Oh, that was last month. That was Tuesday <laughs> last, last week. We maybe? recorded Monday. We did record Monday. And th- there was a game the next day. Yeah. And, uh, frankly, it was just, yeah. Matt Nieto, Thomas Hurdle, Logan Couture, Thomas Hurdle again. But, uh, you know, first period That's was fine. fine. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember that. I, I, I might not have watched that game. Come to think of it. I don't remember what the hell happened. Uh, Nick, Nick Suzuki was a minus three. Well, that worked. So the first line was not doing too well in that. They'll have uh, bad days. Yeah, is that the one that I turned off, bud? That was a shutout for for nothing. Yeah, I stopped watching that. So that happens. It happens. So there it is. Um, and then of course they get killed. And something that we've noticed is that the Habs kind of have a bounce back game like all the time. It's usually oh, this was a good one against the Flames. Your Slavkovsky. 13 seconds in, scores. 
Good for you, Ori. They got him off the fourth line, and it took him 13 seconds to score. That's right. Uh, Assist from Um, Monahab and Gooley. Excellent time. Tyler Toffoli still has not scored on the Habs. I think he's on a point, but he has not scored a goal yet. I know this because I have a sad tweet. I tweeted actually because I thought Twitter was going to die, but I had (laughs) a sad tweet in my drafts for when Tyler Toffoli scored on the Habs. As a flame or is as, in... fl- as a flame as okay. a flame in his as career flame, okay okay sorry no he scored he's definitely he's he I was going to say that would no, be an incredible stat no. he he has definitely scored on the Habs before just not as a flame gotcha okay okay not since being a Habs um so Habs at Flames um this was uh Mana Habs um you know return to Calgary yes yeah and they made a made a big deal about that um Monahan again he uh assisted on Uri Slavkovsky's goal second period comes around Elias Lindholm gets his seventh of the season assisted by Huberdeau and Ruzica uh tied game going to the third period then goddamn the power play clicked Cole Caulfield from Suzuki and Monahan oh that was that one pass that was like holy shit Suzuki Suzuki Caulfield man that's oh my special. god! I'm so excited for that partnership. I have to say, I was it's saying special. this last night. It's oh special. Oh my god! Oh, and oh we are oh, so yeah. blessed. So I'm blessed. So blessed for them to have like dinners together, mm. like on Instagram. I need to see this. Does I want to see Cole Caulfield holding Nick Suzuki's cat. <laughs> Does anybody remember? Not two years ago, three years ago, half of Habs Nation was trading Nick Suzuki. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. I how many times did I say stop trading Suzuki for fuck's sakes? Yeah, all over Twitter. Crazy. It's just oh yeah. Um, another interesting thing about that game: Habs nineteen shots on goal, the Flames forty six. Josh Allen was in net. Josh Allen won a game because man, the snake. It's Jake Allen. Yeah, that's right. Not Josh Allen. Jake Allen. Sorry. Yo, let's go Buffalo. Hey, you know. Wait, going to go through a table. <laughs> Fucking here we go. The table's on fire. Just going to go through it. Fuck it. Um, but no, uh, the people that that are ride or die for Montembo, I don't don't mind Montembo, but he's not Jake Allen. Jake Allen he's is not. my one A. He's a backup. Yeah, yeah. I Montembo is a backup. Yes, agreed. And but I, but I I I like him. I like Montembo, but I hate the people that are like. It's like the Church of Montembeau. It's like no, 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 no. Get real. Yeah, get real. Come on. Okay, so that was that. Um, Edmonton. That was the Saturday night game. Oh right, what an awful second period that was. And I'm trying to remember. I think I was. Oh yeah, I was. Um, I was being a degenerate. That's right. Um, Nick Suzuki <laughs> opens the scoring in the first period with a power play goal. Uh, Matheson and Doc with the assists. Um, and then the second period happened, and that sucked. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Leon Draisaitl, and Connor McDavid make it all on the... Pa- oh, this was the power play game. Oh, the fucking five-on-threes. Holy shit. That's... I forgot all about that, but now I remember so vividly. It was... They... that. Oh, my God. They had, like... What was it? Uh, uh, 23 penalty minutes in, in uh, all together, but, like... There was a there was like three five on threes and I never I can't remember the last time that's happened. This that whole period of hockey that second period I've never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, yeah, penalty after penalty after I penalty. Felt like after the third period I think. Oh I my god! And you know it's crazy. The Habs came back. <laughs> it was it was three one after all the penalties. Then Evgeny yeah. Dadanov of all people, Daddy. Daddy comes in, makes it makes it three two, um, uh, Habs trailing, and then Arbor fucking Jack Eye on the power play (laughs) ties it up. Correct. Oh, and then and then a worrisome uh thing is happening where the Habs concede a goal with like seconds left to the period. Darnell Nurse makes it four three going to the third period, and then Connor McDavid with the knife five three Habs lose. Incredible. Yeah. Incroyable. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Only Cody Cece had a minus for the Oilers <laughs> in that game. That's I didn't funny. even want to say anything, but I saw that stat and I was like, no, not oh, Cody Cece. I, though, I like that guy. You want to know who had the best plus of that game, though, for Edmonton? 
fucking Brett Kulak with a plus two. Yeah. Oh, that son of a bitch. That son they, of a bitch. They love him. Like the. Well, they better because they don't have anyone else. Love, no, seriously. So. <laughs> Uh, I fall. I have a few Oilers mutuals, and like they were messaging me after the trade, like asking me, and I was like, "He's just little Viking dude." Like sometimes, like he'll be, you'll be like, "Yeah," and sometimes you'll be like, "God damn it, Brett!" But they like they love him. He's been doing. He's great, a steady and, dude. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. happy for him. I'm he, very happy for him. Whenever yeah, I like him. Whenever he's Brett's on the ice, I don't worry about it. You know. Exactly. So now, Veronica, tell us about the Canucks game. The Canucks game was so much fun. Um, we were looking forward to it all day, even though we were kind of like, oh, shit, like 730 game. Like, we're not going to be home till like 11 or whatever, but whatever. Uh, so we went there, Max and I, my son, Max, met my nephew, Chewy. So they were my dates, um, went and sat down. We had a great time. And then, you know, it's like for the first, like the first, what, five, seven minutes or whatever of the, of the first period, the Canucks were all over the place. The Habs didn't have a single shot. Um, but then the goal started coming, right? Yeah. Starting with Cole. Yep. Cole Caulfield gets yep. his 14. It's funny because my nephew, um, he's a big guy, right? Like he played football. And so he's just like, Hey, who's, where's number 22? I can't see him, you know, like, oh, like I can't see him over the boards. And he was like, he was kind of razzing me. And Didn't so I told Utica him, we were like Comets way up in the nosebleeds. We were also like, do that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You remember the Utica Comets fucking yeah. tweeted that at some point. Like, hey, where's Cole oh, Coffee? Right. We can't see him. And then he like yeah. scored two, two <laughs> fucking goals that night or something. I don't remember. Anyway, well, sorry. My nephew and son are both like full-time comedians. Like they're just, everything they say is funny and trying to, you know, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. They're very, very funny. Both of them. Oh, yeah. awesome. So any, anyway, I just told like, we were way up in the nosebleeds, like five rows from the top. And so I pointed down right there, his <laughs> office. And I said, you want to see Cole Caulfield? Keep your eye right there. And then doesn't he score from right there? Like five <laughs> minutes later. Got him. And so, <laughs> and I don't even remember. So, um, Monaghan, was it Monaghan? Who scored? I got it all right here. The other three. Yeah, so tell me. Cole Caulfield opens up the scoring at the uh, 749 uh, mark of the period, followed by Nick Suzuki, followed yes. by. Oh, that's Nick Suzuki. That, ooh, mm, that was beautiful. Followed by Sean Monaghan, followed by yes. Michael Pazetta for his first of the season. Pazetta. That's right. Four nothing going into the second period, and everything was gravy. And, and the goalie got chased from the net until yeah. Sean Monahan got injured. So let me tell you, right after the first period, I made friends with this very nice lady who was sitting next to me. She was a Habs fan, and then she was there with her husband, Canucks fan. And so um, they're divorced children, right now. Or, or, my son and my my nephew went. No, my son and my nephew went and or, or left it, you know, at intermission. And so I was talking to my neighbor and and her husband and he her husband was pissed like he was pissed. And I'm like, do you know what? They've got their baby goalie in net now. You know, I was trying to I was trying to say, you well, know, it's like not you're going to see a different Canucks team in the second period. And the goaltender is the backup for the for the junior team in Abbotsford. That's so he's a baby. Incredible. Incredible. And so I said, Uncle these guys are going to be pissed that they're losing for nothing after one period in their own building. They've got their baby goalie in the net. You're going to see a different team in the second period. I did not for a moment think <laughs> that the halves were <laughs> going to fair, collapse. Oh, Veronica, my you, God. You, how did you forget that you're literally a witch? Oh, I know. I, I know. I know. I know. I'm a witch. So as we all know, because I think this was one of the worst collapses for the Habs, almost historically, almost like so bad. There, the one there was a worse time when the Habs lost like a five nothing lead to the Rangers and end up losing, but that was a while ago. And the Habs yeah. did the same thing to the Rangers, but the opposite way too. Kind of weird yeah. with the Rangers. Anyway, Connor Garland and Ilya Mikheyev. Uh, Score in the second period, make it 4-2 for the Habs, though they scored for Vancouver. Then that third period, man, Bo Horvat, Ilya Mikhailov again, uh, Jack Stadnika. Stadnika. 
Studnika. Studnika That's makes it. Chewy. My Studnika. nephew said, <laughs> "Your Studnika. name should it should be legal to have your that your name be Studnika if you're on the fourth line." Stud, get it, Nika. I laughed. Gotta They're get very my funny. Uh, gotta get um, my stud finder out. Oh, it's me. No, <laughs> must um, clarify. My son and my nephew are both Canucks fans. In oh yes, any, just just to, just to, yeah, mention that makes it five yeah. four for the Nucks. However, the Habs battle back. Christian Dvorak makes it 5-5. Josh Anderson makes it 6-5 with three minutes to go. And wouldn't you believe it, Andre Kuzmenko scores on the yep. power play 6-4. I think, yeah, 6-4. Yeah, 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 they just couldn't get it. And 6-6, uh, six, six, tie it up and goes into overtime. And the Habs fuck the pooch. Eli- oh, Mike Matson <laughs> blows a fucking Ma- yeah, tire. Michael. It looked tripped wait mike matt matt mike matson yeah mike matson he's falling already oh yeah mike matson blows a tire after the face off he has full control of the puck blows a tire coughs it up to the nucks immediately elias pearson deeks and bam nets it and it's just yeah that was horrendous song and that was montembo in net and there were some goals that were happening i was like "Mm, josh allen yeah jake allen would never Anyway, going to put that um, game in the garbage now. So, you know what? Okay. What? So, you squeak out with the point, you get the hell out of town. Yeah, yeah. You get, we got but, the point. I was furious. Yeah. I was <laughs> not happy after that game. I was like, Jesus as, Christ. Anyway. um, As a mom, I was very happy for my son that his team won in overtime and he got to see a really exciting game. Just wait until he moves out and you can take that back. <laughs> So I was I was happy for him, and I also got to cheer six goals. There were thirteen goals in that building that night. That's pretty 13. well. You did get your money's worth. Yes. Uh, you know, Martin Saint Louis' hair must have gone fully white for full Dom du Charme. We got a. Game. We did get a new meme from Saint Louis being like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got a Michelle Terrian out of him. Yeah, you remember that we one? Had like, a, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, and might good. I say? Um, of all the, you know, um, um, with much love to our friends who live in Calgary and in Edmonton, you know, the Habs in Vancouver, that is like, you know, the loudest crowd in the West. And we had, we had a blast. We were like a complete, um, we were complete, like, um, 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 heterogeneous, like, you know, Canucks fans, homogenous, Habs fans, uh, homogenous. Sorry. I couldn't remember what it was. Um, so, so. It, and we just had a blast. Like the Canucks fans in front of me were laughing, you know, when I was bantering with my nephew. And um, I don't know, we just, we, it was like such a nice feeling of, you know, community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. We, we were all having fun. And now I was pissed. I was embarrassed, but I kind of had that sinking feeling for nothing after one period. Don't fall asleep, guys. All I know is that at least it wasn't 3-1. So so then we get up to yesterday's game against the fucking Kraken. And what do they do? They call up Shane Wright. Let's talk about this. I'm so mad I did not bet on this game yesterday. I am. Oh, I know someone someone that got 70 bucks off that fucking goal. Anyway, (laughs) first period, Jonathan Kovacevic. Nets his first of the season. Rookie yeah, rookie yeah, defenseman yeah. gets his first of the season. Yeah, Excellent yeah. job. One nothing halves. Then motherfucking Shane Wright from Bjorkstrand and Gord pots his first goal as an NHL player against the halves. And people are like, oh, the story writes itself. Fuck that kid. He is a petulant child. I want nothing to do with his ass. Also, fuck him. Also- also, everyone, everyone scores their first fucking NHL goal against the Montreal Goddard Death Canadians. taxes, first NHL goal against the Habs. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a wonder it's not against fucking Carey Price. But another, it was but gonna a happen. chapter in the long book yeah. of first Habs goal. I mean, first yeah. goal is against the Habs. You want? He's, he's, it doesn't matter. Shane Wright uh, finished that game with a zero. You want to know who had a plus one? Yuri Sofkovsky. Anyway, <laughs> second period Can starts. Can I just say one thing? Sure. Can I just say one thing, though? If it's for like, Shane Wright. When, when Max, what it's about Shane, right? When Max was, you know, 
telling me. And I just said, you know, of course he was going to score. But I just thought, you know what? Good for the kid. He hasn't scored at all this season. Um, And he scored his first Mm. NHL goal against a team that passed him over. He can take that to the bank. I said to Max, like, remember the whole thing that Simon Salika said? He said, and then 31 teams passed on him for the second choice and 31 teams passed on him for the third choice. And then Max pointed out to me, Seattle was one of those 31 teams each of those times. So yeah. nobody <laughs> wanted them first when I came around nobody to them. them so yeah. like, no, um, nobody wanted to bump up to, but so I just wanted to say good for the kid because you know what? He, he has his first goal in the NHL. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's not had the season probably that he expected to had, have, and now he's got a story to tell for the rest of his life. Yeah, there you go. Aww. And this is, you know, and we're, we're only going to play him twice a year as long as he's, he's a Kraken. Yeah. Well, you so, know what? <laughs> Money in the pity bank doesn't gain interest. So fuck him. It is. That's <laughs> his little, <laughs> oh, it's his little pity party goal. So he can be important <laughs> finally. Uh, well, he only has 30 other teams to score against now. Yeah. He's, um, you know, he's been through a lot. Like, I mean, he's, he's oh, he's a first long. round draft pick in the fucking NHL. He's <laughs> fine. I will hear um, nothing about this. Speaking of you don't think it's quite is somewhat humiliating that for 18 months, everybody in the world and their dog has was saying that you'd go first overall. And not only did you not, you sat there and didn't go second. And then you sat there and didn't go third. So, you know what? I'm happy for him. Who, who fucking cares? Who cares about the fucking crack? Exactly. Um, Cole Caulfield only has 12 teams left to score against in the league. Fun fact of the day. That's excellent. I like that one. And Nick, where like Nick is at what twenty eight points or twenty nine points? Yeah, he's 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 pretty good. So he's sitting pretty. Yeah. So about that, second yeah. period starts. Cole Caulfield in the two minute mark scores for a, another feed for amazing fucking no look back door pass to fucking Caulfield and Caulfield oh nets it. Oh, I I oh. was around. Oh. Oh, I had to get a cigarette after oh, that. Yeah, I was like, I went to the, I went to the gas station, picked up a pack, and just, yeah, amazing just and fucking. But then seven, seven seconds later, Josh Anderson scores, set yep. a record, I think, for the Habs away on the road for away games. Yeah, now I got that mixed up when Max Domi and Armia converted a two-second goal NHL record at home and that was like a few years ago yeah. um that was incredible too i remember that shot armia like, got the puck and just whipped it empty net i was like holy shit i mean it, for for once we're setting a good record right yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. for been, once yeah <laughs> how many other records do the haps have to do records anyway so but rem like, pitlick yeah. afterwards nets his first yes, of the season yeah, he's at 4-1 uh habs Top then teams. some fucking kid named jared mccann scores makes it 4-2 and <laughs> No goals in the third. Habs win it. They finally beat the Kraken. The Habs have again beaten every team in the NHL that's ever existed. And now um, th- it was really good too because coming off like they had to have been pissed. It was they were lucky that they had a game right away to mm-hmm. think about. You know. Yeah. And um, so and that's what Martin Saint Louis was like. It was just you know it's great that we got to play again today. And I just feel like and it was a back to back by the way too. And more impressively. This was a back-to-back where the Habs only had three centers. So they had the role, yes. a center. They had to double shift one of the centers uh, every once in a while. And that is, in fucking beer league, you might as well tell, like, a dog to write a dissertation about how to fly. It's impossible because <laughs> people are so freaking dumb. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, it was very impressive stuff. So uh, Habs win yeah. second game on a back-to-back. And their next game is... Saturday. Saturday at 7 p.m. against the Saturday. Los Angeles Kings Saturday. at the Bell Center. Oh, yeah. They're back at home against the Kings. Woo! Where they'll likely be observing the moment of silence for L'Ecole Polytechnique. What's that? Yeah. Anyway. I never heard of it. I was born in 1989. Oh, I'm sorry. I never heard of it. I've never been. No, fucking sorry. 1987. We're starting to get to that point where, all right, we're, that's another conversation for another time. We're also over <laughs> our time. Oh, shit. That we went did, fast. We did very well. I have all yeah. these articles to talk about, like Marie-Philippe Poulain inducted into the yes. BU Athletic Hall of Fame. Incredible Thanks time. Um, Lane Hudson, uh, prospect, the nominated to the, the U.S. National Junior Team. Yes. Amazing. Woo-hoo. Gallagher's out two weeks. That sucks. Um, Vince Nez Royer, 
um, has been selected for Austria's uh, uh, junior team. Oh, Jesus Christ. Beck, Kidney, Wah, on Canada's national team for the juniors. Uh, staying from Montreal happened. Uh, we already talked about that. Um, Adam Engstrom for Sweden. So all of the prospects that the Habs picked up uh, in the draft in the past two years, well, last year, I think, um, this year's draft <laughs> have been picked up in one way or another. Uh, Mike Hoffman on injured reserve. Oh, that, that's why Pit- Pitlick's in the team. Um, St. Jerome gets a blue blanc bouge rink. Good job, St. Jerome. And I think that's yeah. it. That's it. Okay, we're done. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 Go, Haps, go. Yeah. And we're going to <laughs> Yeah.